your man, Dante the Dark Knight, and welcome to Damn It, Let's Talk. Reality shows have gained great popularity and big ratings in today's millennial age. From early shows like The Real World to today's shows such as Love and Hip Hop and The Real Housewives franchise, the attraction to watching people live their life on TV has exploded. But is it really reality? The outrageous behavior and sometimes violent antics by the participants drive the ratings through the roof. Is this good for society? What role has the genre of TV played in the life of millennials today? And finally, is it even real? Join us today as we discuss reality shows. Whose reality is it? Hey fam, welcome to Damn It Let's Talk. I'd first like to thank everybody out there for listening to us uh, in our comeback to the podcast world. Thank you for all the positive feedback that we've gotten from out from out there. I've um I've reached out and and and, and contacted some people that I knew that were friends of the show, and they uh were like, "It's about time. Where were you guys at?" We enjoy the show, and we're happy that you're back. So I thank you guys out there for embracing us. And please tell your friends if you like the show, share the fact that Damn It Let's Talk is back, and they can listen to us again. And we're like athletes. We're on like a prove it to you contract. So, you know, you don't have to commit, but give us a try. If we sound good, if you enjoy us, please share this episode and our other episodes with your friends. Tell us about, tell them about us. And you can listen to us on a, a couple of platforms here. First, you got the iTunes. You can go to iTunes and just search Damn It Let's Talk Radio Network and we'll be there. And you can go to our Facebook page. Also, Damn It Let's Talk Radio Network. And you can listen to us from there. And then third, you can go to the Blog Talk Radio website and just search the Damn It Let's Talk Radio Network and you can stream us from there also. So those are the platforms. Please feel free to share this episode with your friends. Now, without further ado, let me bring everybody in here. The best part of the program, the part that makes this program pop. And that's, those are my co-hosts. So. Without further ado, we have Darla, Jerome, Cookie, and Shira. How's it going, people? Hey. How's everybody today? Everybody's doing good. How about you, Darla? How are you doing? I am fantastic here in Charlotte. Waiting for the supposed snow, but uh, otherwise, I'm wonderful. My family has come in from Delaware to hang out for the weekend. My cousins, Roz, Ori, and Camilla, and their girls, and I'm having a fantastic weekend. Oh, that is great. Well, welcome. Welcome to them. Let's tell them we welcome them to Charlotte, even though we're not there. But <laughs> tell them we welcome them. <laughs> uh, Rome, how's it going with you, Rome? It's good. Um you know, I just started a new gig. <laughs> oh, that's what's up. So it got me, uh, yeah, came in from out, out in the cold, being out in the cold. And uh, it's been real busy, man. Extremely busy, hectic week. And, um, you know, just out here still trying to get it. Getting old, but um, still out here getting it. <laughs> that's what's up. <laughs> you claim that all by yourself, Jerome. No, I don't know anything about old. Well, we like that. We like to hear that. How about you, Cookie? How's it going with you? Now, let me see. I do have Cookie on here, don't I? Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Now we have Cookie on here. Cookie, how are you? 
Happy Saturday, guys. How are you? I'm just sitting here chilling, got my tea. I'm trying to stay warm, uh, still recuperating, and uh, just doing well. How's everyone doing? Hey, Dorla, Rome, Sarah. You sound really good. Yeah. You sound really good. Okay. I'm, I'm glad you're healing well. And yeah, yeah. finally, Sarah. And I hear you have some good news for us, Sarah. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's been a good week. Thanks for uh, always being here. I love Damn It's Talk. It's, it's where I get my, my fill. I wait all week just to, to come in and hang out with you guys and, and talk about things. But definitely, I've had a good week. I got a promotion at work, and my son just won a all tournament right. game. He scored right. the tying run. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. awesome. Then, uh, Congratulations on all fronts. Right? Yes. So, good week. It's a good day. Nothing but a good day here. That's good to hear. Amen. Well, you heard the opening, guys. Reality TV. It's it's taking mm. off. It's 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 what every I hear people talk about it all the time. I don't I don't watch it. I don't get a chance to watch it too much, but I hear people talk about it and it not always in the most flattering way. I mean, I guess it's they in, enjoy it because it's entertaining when they're talking about it, but what I'm hearing them say is not, I'm like, and, and, and this is entertaining to you? But I, we, we're right. going to talk about it. What do you guys, what's your thoughts? What's your feeling on this reality TV show? You know, I remember, I remember, uh, I did watch some of the early stuff. Like, I remember tuning in for some real world back in the day. Um, uh, even watching a little, uh, what's the, oh, uh, Flavor Flav and all that. And then it's. It was crazy then, but I, I'm not attracted to it too much. What's your thoughts, Darla? What's your thoughts on this reality TV? You know, Dante, it, it's scary because I, I, when I look at it or when I hear TMD talk about it or catch up with my girlfriends and they talk about it, it is I'm, – I'm constantly trying to figure out who are these people and what world are, are they living in where, like on The Housewives, you have women competing – for nothing. I mean, competing to be the most ignorant, to be the most vile, to be the most disrespectful. You know, you have the ones on MTV where you have the catfish where, you know, people are pretending to be someone else and people are actually talking to them via, you know, text and, and email for years at a time without ever having met them and having what they believe is full-on relationships. I don't understand how people could be so disconnected for their own, from their own lives that they're dependent on the foolishness that they see on TV. And what's worse is that children try and emulate this, that because their parents watch it and speak about it, they're interested in it, and so that becomes a part of their reality, and, and it actually they, it plays out in our schools or in our streets. So it's pathetic and sad to me that that parents allow this fake reality or this pretend to become something that their children are allowed to emulate. It, it's sick. Well, I don't know. I mean, well, what comes first, the chicken or the egg? Are, are they, is this their reality? You don't think this is their reality? No, this is their time, their 15 minutes of fame. You know, instead of going out here and getting a nine-to-five or getting a job or opening up a business, they found a way to make a fool of themselves and allow everyone else to be entertained by their foolish antics. There's no way as an adult. What would you say, Jerome? And get paid for it. I said, and they get paid for it. <laughs> and they get paid for it. 
But we pay them. You know, the advertisers, you know, on these stations, you know, they're being paid they're being paid based on our feedback, based on us watching. And I don't think right, people understand that. Go ahead, but that begs the question. That begs the question, whose fault is it really? I mean, if if people are are watching this stuff and so other people are making money, which people are the stupid ones? The ones putting their <laughs> life out there being ignorant or the ones watching it? And allowing them to be paid to do it. I mean, across America, we hear people complaining all the time about people being on welfare or getting money for not doing anything. And, and, and we just hand it, hand over fist to these reality people so we can yeah. get an edited version of their lives. And, and, like, we support it all the time. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. how much money is it really paying? I mean, is it, is it that high paying? Is it paying that much money? I don't think so. I think the ones who make the most money are the ones who produce the show. And um, unfortunately, the ones who produce the show is the ones whose pockets are getting fat. And and, uh, while in the meantime, we're the ones that's being, I call, the puppets. And um, though we are getting 15 minutes of fame, we're not getting half as much money uh, as the ones who are producing the show. And on top of that, we look, we're the ones who look ignorant while the ones who are sitting back filming are laughing at us and the ones who are watching are, as Darla has said, are trying to emulate that kind of lifestyle um, even though they know it's ignorant. But for a lot of people who I've talked to who watch the shows, because I, I don't watch any of them, um, I just think they're just ratchet and ignorant. But for those who watch it, said it's like any other... A TV show is just solely mm-hmm. for pure entertainment, and it's just how you perceive it. But for most people, they say it's just entertainment. It's just something to make them laugh um, at the end of the day when they've had a rough day at work. They watch a reality show, and it makes them laugh. But um, you know what? It's not it like it's that. Not, I don't see it like yeah. that. I don't. I don't see it like that. But again, as I said, I don't. I don't particularly. I don't watch any of the shows. I tried. Um, <coughs> The first time when, uh, when uh, what was the show, Housewives of Atlanta, I think I tried to watch that. Not, not That's not the first one. Basketball Watch was the first one that ever came out, if, if I can remember. And I remember, I said, oh, this looks interesting. I'm going I'm to watch it. So I think by the third episode when they just kept fighting and I could not figure out how you would be so dressed up and GQ'd or whatever from head to toe and go to these nice restaurants, and then act like a bunch of park apes. I and I was just done with it from there because I I felt from <laughs> just those three episodes it was sending out uh um uh the wrong message. Oh wait a minute! I, 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 I just have to. Let me just tell you guys this. Dante, I, just I just pulled this up. <laughs> you guys are wrong. These people are making money. <laughs> look, look, the Kardashians are splitting like ten million dollars. Ten million dollars a season. I'm looking at that girl Snooky off of what was that? What was that show called? Uh, what was that? It was hot at one time. They were in New I Jersey. Jersey. I don't Shores. know. Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shores. Jersey yeah, Shore. She was making 150 grand an episode. All right, all right, all right. I'm gonna let you guys discuss this, but you guys also, we're gonna have a production meeting after this, and we're gonna see if we can pitch our reality TV show. <laughs> you know, sometimes we gonna have to fight. It's, you know what I mean? It's all part of the business. Hey, you can get on TV. <laughs> like, yo. Hey, Dante, I just have to say this. Go you ahead. know, 
the 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 money that they're making, you know, they they forget the responsibility as an adult, as a mother, as a father, as a woman, as a man that you have to those around you. So although they're collecting the change, the residuals from what they're doing is is impacting negatively, is negatively impacting our younger generation. You know, they are you know, these basketball wives, you know, a lot of them are married to men who are no longer in the NBA or they're not even married to these men that they were married to in the NBA anymore. So they're living off of, of, of you know, spousal support or child support or whatever. And it's real fake and it's real plastic. So, so they're walking around with a Gucci bag or whatever the case may be and they're living in this rented house most of the time. And, you know, so it's, it's just really bullshit. Because none of it is really real. You know, these people can't manage their lives. You know, if you dig deep down and you read about them and you do some research on them, you, you understand that they're from broken homes. They're not paying attention to their children. Their children are running amok. They're not investing any of that money into college educations for their children because they're so busy and so quickly spending it on bullshit to, to again, continue to perpetuate the lie that they show on these reality shows. But it is, I I think Shara made a great point. We watch. I don't watch, but there are enough of us that do watch that make this thing, you know, popular. I'm I'm curious to hear. uh, Go ahead, Rome. I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Yeah. um, I also read that um, the the black shows, um, out of all of the reality series, uh, are the highest rated. Um, They tried to spin off uh, the... uh, a white white versions um, of these shows, um, and they just didn't get the rate ratings, and they a lot of them got canceled in their pilot seasons, um, and, and just didn't make it. So there's also a genuine curiosity um, in uh, regarding um, the black life, and um, you know how we live and interact in our homes and our personal lives, and you know we haven't had insight into, um, you know, black lives on television since, um, you know, the good times, the Jefferson's, the Cosby show, you know, which all were, um, you know, had a theme of, you know, relative positive, um, mm-hmm. you know, messages that, that came out of that entertainment. Um, but you know, with this now is just constant denigration. Um, one of the things yeah. with the real Real Housewives of uh, Medicine, you know, here you have, um, you know, black doctors, black mm-hmm. female doctors in a lot of cases on that show, and black male doctors, uh, you know, basically, it, so, you know, if you really take a look at it, it's showing that no matter how successful we are, or how educated we are, we can still behave like animals at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's the, the, the subliminal message that's sent out. Uh, mm-hmm. that a lot of people aren't, you know, tuning into. They're tuning in to be mm-hmm. entertained. But the sub- subliminal message is, no matter how educated or talented a uh, black in- individual may be, he or she, you know, they, they still have it in them, you know, to behave, um, you know, and, you know, uh, you know, out of that, to act that way or, you know, act like savages, basically. Uh, no matter how much money you make or how educated you are. Well, how much is that real? Like that should really. Uh, let me just say, how much well, is that, again, that really that, real? That points back to the subliminal. That that just points back to that subliminal message that's being sent. And again, 
a lot of people just don't see it that way. They, they consistently see it as entertainment when when it's really just denigration. Mm-hmm. And how much... And I, I mean, love the... Uh, the oh, go ahead. I'm oh, sorry. I was going to say, now that they, they are TV reality stars, so, you know, in essence, it is entertainment, and in essence, they are uh, uh, showbiz people. So how much of it really is real? Real. I mean, like, they know to get uh, the build popularity, they have to, uh, it has to be an attraction. Some of them, they really know that the, the, the chaos and, and all that is, is, is what sells. So how much of it is really fabricated? Like, it's really not even real. Like, we, like we have to have. Well, let me ask Shara that question. Because Shara just said that we should be, we should be um, upset about the portrayal. But I want to understand from your perspective, Shara, why do you think we should be? Because I'm not. That, that is not my reality. Well, so I want to understand your perspective. Well, I think, I think it goes back to what Jerome was saying. I mean, there's a subliminal message out there, whereas I feel, um, you know, they're breaking down, you know, you guys have had, across the world, like, you know, across all reality shows, you know, I feel like they edit it in a creative way. Um, to some degree, like, obviously these people are doing these things, but I think when you take things out of context, they become a con. And that's what reality TV does, is it takes situations, it takes reactions out of context, and it cons Americans into thinking that A, this is how people behave, and B, that this is somehow reality, when in fact it's not. Um, and I do think that, you know, when you take a culture that has to fight um, for, for rights, which to me is insane, I don't think anyone should have to fight for rights, but you take cultures that do have to, a, the black community, B, women. So those are two reality shows that we've been talking about that, that both of those groups have to fight, you know, for rights. And then you edit it and con America and, and other people into thinking that, that they're not worthy. You almost send the message of like, hey, it's not, it's not, they're, it's not our fault for not giving them rights. They almost don't deserve it, right? I think there's this subliminal piece of that, and I, I agree with that. And I think, I think anyone across the board should be offended by that. I'm offended that they, betray women the way they do. If you add to all across this country, right, black people make up, what is it, 11 to 13% of this country. Um, so there are parts of this country where the white people can go for days, you know, without seeing another minority group. You know, they can go for day, weeks even, you know, without, without seeing a black person. So the only insight they have into the black identity or the African-American identity in this country is through media. Okay. And so, mm -hmm. and so when you're, when you're airing shows like this, you're broadcasting a message to the other 83 or 87% of this country as to this is what and who uh, a black person or African-American is. I'll give you an example. I'm sitting in orientation for this new job. Uh, last week. It's a room full of about 48 people, and there are only three black people. Let me see. One, me, one, two. You know, it's a shame when you can count on one hand. It's uh, five black people out of 48 people in orientation for new positions at said company. Okay, and so we're in there. The one, the one young, there's two, one young brother and an older fella in there, 
And the, the young brother, just to contrast and compare, you know, they don't understand the fact that everything that they say, everything that they do is being watched and monitored because the only interaction that the majority of that room probably has with the black community and black people is in the workplace for eight hours a day. And so now you have the, the, the I'm listening to the, 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 the young brother talk, and he's got to be about 22 years old, and he can barely put the King's English together. Now, I say this to say that he's obviously intelligent, because if he wasn't, he wouldn't be sitting in that room. Okay, that's number one. So I'm not, I'm not putting the brother down. And his, his English was extremely broken. Every two words, you know, he kept reverting back to a, a slang. He's using slang like it's, you know, general yeah. English, you know, and, and, you know, and I'm listening and it's hurt. It's hurt. I'm watching them watch him, you yeah. know, and they're it's listening hurtful. and it's, hanging it's, on it's to every, but it, they're, they're hanging on to every word that he says, you know, uh, you know, without him even taking notice to the fact that he's being listened to and watched. And then, um, you know, and I don't, I don't put anybody, any of us down for not being able to speak right. proper English because it's not our first language. You know, if it was Kiswahili right. or Arabic or something like that, there'd be a different story. We don't, this, uh, English is not our native tongue, you know, so I don't care how we speak it. The way we speak it is how we were taught, how the slave master taught the slave how to speak it three and four and five generations ago. So oh, I, that's if, you know, if, if I could speak it, and you can understand it. That's the way you taught it to me. Okay, that's the way you taught it to my ancestors. So this is why. Okay. And so obviously, this is the way you spoke it. <laughs> right, Girl, I, I can't. Right, you got to. You got to really get there. Right, we got to go. All right. Okay. I, 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 I had. So I had a thought go that. Ahead, Cookie. I had a thought. Um, did you want to say something, Dante? No, I, I was just going to say that. Uh, although I I see the point that Jerome is making. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just uh, us that's that's being put in a bad light. I think women are also with these uh, the real housewives. That, that that's what it's called. Real Who gonna housewives? check me, boo? Who How, gonna check me, boo? Who the real housewives? I mean, that whole franchise. They, you know, those women are, you know, not just the Atlanta housewives. I'm talking about New Jersey, wherever they at on the, on the what on the left left coast, the east coast. They're all, you know, all outrageous to me. So I think it, I think it doesn't. Just, and they are. Yeah, and it's, you know I don't I, think it's just uh, I, relegated to a, a race on this one. Um, I think absolutely that, not, absolutely not. And it, it's hurtful to hear both Shara and Jerome's account of it because it, it it's primarily targeted towards the African American experience. Whereas I, for one, don't buy into any of it. I don't. I'm not. I, I think it's ignorant, but so is shameless. So a lot of the crap that we see on TV, whether it's white, black, Indian, or whatever, it's all crap. Um, so I, I just hate the fact that, you know, people want to, 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 you know, push it off on the African-American experience when it's not just that. I don't take well, it in I that did, way. I, I, I did say women as well. Yes, I included women in my Yeah, opinion. you came back with and women. You came that, back with women. But, but aside from that, there's a difference between fix, something that's pure fiction and put out as pure fiction like shameless you know and something that is put out as reality and and you people people believe reality is reality and people believe fiction is fiction and that's where the problem lies 
Shar, you cannot tell me that grown adults, I mean, I work in a, in a for a very, you know, my the company I work for, you know, it's, of course, it's, it's more white than black. But I walk into my conference room, I walk into that, to any room in there, and I am not impacted by anything that any of those people saw on Saturday, Sunday night TV. You know, I You're stand right, for myself. But the difference is, but the difference is, and to, back to Jerome's part, they get exposed to you, so they're judging you on your merit. For groups that aren't exposed to successful, strong, you know, um, people like yourself, people who can conduct themselves with grace and integrity, and the only snapshot they have into another person's world is what they're seeing and what is being claimed to be a form of reality, that's the problem. And I think that, that goes, and Jerome, correct me if I'm wrong, and like, because we rarely ever align and we seem to be right now, which is weird, <laughs> but <laughs> like, I think that's kind of the point um, that we're trying to say over here. Well, I, the, the Jerome, I know. Oh, is that all I, oh, is that the point, Jerome? Yeah, well, you know, that, that is my point. And, you know, and I think that it does, it does much greater harm. It's also the denigration of women as well. But, you get, but when you say that, you have, to, you have to look at it as denigration more so. It does more damage to the black woman, okay? Because exactly. the perception is, like, let's, when you look at things, you know, from different perspectives, for example, the crack epidemic when it hit, you know, was criminalized. The heroin epidemic now, they're saying that they need help. They're, they're handing out Narcan. The approach is different. Right, the approach right. is always different um, when it comes to black people in this country. You know, male, female, you know, it's always going to hurt and, and hit you, you know, more, more so, you know, than it would any other racial or ethnic group uh, in this country. I'm also looking at um, right now the, uh, the, out, the outrage and the outcry from the Jewish community now that they're, they're uh, turning over headstones and, you know, spray painting on synagogues and, you know, and I'm watching the, the, just the attention that it gets. But when the young man went and shot the people in the church, including a state senator, he got taken out to go get a hamburger. You know, they took him to go get to Burger King before right, they took him before to they jail. Took him to jail. That you was know, a disgrace. So, I mean, right. And so when you look at the, you know, the black, you know, the effect that these type of shows have in media, and our push to continue to be great, the great people that we are, the, the intelligent and successful people that we are, we don't get that acknowledgement. We don't get those accolades until 20, 30, and 40, and 50 years later. I give you the movie uh, with the uh, Tarashi P. Henson and um, with the computer. Hidden figures. Yeah, hidden, figures hidden figures. Hidden figures. Hidden, right. And we continue to be hidden figures in this country's history. Okay, and even from a world, a global perspective, and we can, and you know, it's 2017, right, and we have members of our community who, who want a paycheck, okay, who, you know, the basketball uh, boyfriend or husband, they're divorced, you need a check to continue to live your lifestyle, and so here you have these people come and exploit you, no right, integrity. and you no act integrity. out of character, no integrity. Right, you act out of character on, on cue, Right to get this pay, to get this paycheck. Yeah, you know, um, and it's, it's, it's all, it's all, it's all about, but it's all about it's all about the almighty dollar, and it's all about the right. paper. 
And I like all how you said, Eugene, I, love, I love the word you just used, exploit. That's what they're doing. They're exploiting us at the expense of whatever because we're trying to get paid. We want some money. Mm-hmm. And they say, hey, this is a good way. So you go on out there and air all your dirty laundry. Everybody wants to know anyhow. But um, there's no, see, there's, but I had I'm a, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, finish, I'm sorry. But I had a thought earlier when um, you guys were talking, and we got so way off, we went to the left a little bit, but um, I think Rome has said it, the subliminal messages that are being sent out here is affecting our, because I want to stay on this topic, the subliminal messages that are being sent out are affecting not our, our, grown, our grown women, it's affecting our young girls, and it's affecting our little girls because they're watching their teenage sisters or siblings act out what they see on these reality shows because they're watching, the, the teenagers are watching their moms or their fathers because some men watch this stuff too, act out on what they see on these shows. I don't like the fact that the subliminal message is your man can cheat on you all he wants all day long with all kinds of women and you'll hold him down and it's okay. Long subliminal message. I don't like the fact that you go, you go out, you uh, backstab each other. Wrong, that's a wrong subliminal message. You're sending out all of these messages, and it's carrying over into high school. It's carrying over into even middle school. When, but think about when the we responsibilities, were, well, we were, well, Cookie. Well, right, I understand the responsibility, but... It's not about responsibility. Responsibility goes out the air, out, out the Oh, no, no, no. Where it you doesn't because we. See, it's people like us who think that it's wrong. I'm sorry. So going back to the times when you were talking about the shows like um, uh, the Cosby shows and when you were talking about the Jeffersons and when you were talking about that, the subliminal messages in the Cosby show was everybody wanted to go to college because you saw that throughout the whole uh, shebang with uh, the Cosby show and then the spinoff of A Different World. Everybody wanted to go to college. Yeah. And the Jeffersons, what you showed uh, in the Jeffersons was that, okay, we had a, um, you know, we, we're moving on up. It's okay for people, black people to excel. In good times, now, I didn't really like good times as much as I, you know, like how everybody else liked it. But in good times, it still showed, even though I'm in the project, I still had some pride and some integrity. And these shows don't show none of that. And and, and that's the part to me. But it goes back to the responsibilities that we as black people, as white people, as whomever, we have for our children to write, to protest those advertisers on those channels where those shows are being. And see, this is the thing. So we'll talk about it all day. We'll talk. But no one wants to put pen to paper, write these advertisers, write these stations, and have a real live conversation and protest against what they're showing. So we'll talk about it all day, but we have a responsibility to write, yes. to to fight against, to sit, to protest against those advertisers. Because again, and it, it goes back to the dollar. It does work because I, it works. I remember the and case of um, the black sorority. I forget which one. I forget if it was the AKAs or Deltas, but they were going to do a reality TV show on a, a black sorority, and those sisters were not having that. 
they 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 uh matter of fact all the greek organizations came together black greek letter organizations came together along with the sorority and did just that protested to the advertisers that they were taking all their you know no support for their products or anything like that and they killed that reality show dead in the water it never made it to tv it might have made a it might have made a couple episodes but it was it was done after like two or three episodes so i I hear what you're saying darla and, and that's that's true. We do need to stand up for that, but there's too many people that actually are entertained by this stuff. You can't, you know, well, there's I more, think I think they outnumber the, the educated ones who, who see this as, as um, a poison in our community. I think they outnumber us just as though the ignorant um, people of the country outnumbered the educated ones who elected a reality <laughs> TV star as our president. Because we have a reality TV star is actually our president. Look at look at the effect that it had it on again, our society. We have a, a reality TV star. And I didn't notice. You know, I, I'm, sometimes I sleep under a rock. I don't know. But I was looking at what I thought was one of the, the uh, reality TV shows that I really uh, enjoyed at one point. And that was um, The Apprentice. And I'm like, look, look, the star of The Apprentice is on there. And he's talking to the press. And he's going back and forth with the press and telling them it's fake news and everything. And then my wife said, no, that's not the apprentice. That, uh, that's the president. He is now the president of the United States. I said, what? Somebody elected him? He's the president? Yes, Donald Trump is the president of the United States. This is how far this reality. But this is the effect. I'm just making a joke. But this is the effect that reality TV has on the, the society as a whole. Like, we are desensitized and actually... I think we give more attention to desensitize to this stuff and we give more attention to, I mean, this guy actually won the the presidential election on Twitter, on social media. He he used social media and won. And that's where our mentality is. Like, like, like our, our, our biggest entertainment stars now are reality TV people. Is this crazy? Reality TV people. And the only way that they get attention or get popularity is when they do outrageous things. Right. And we, and we and feed I think, into it. I think, I think we breed, too. Like, I think that there's there's a culture being bred where it's okay um, to be nasty to people, where it's acceptable, and people hide it under, oh, well, I'm just being honest or whatnot. And I think we see a lot of that coming out of these reality TV shows too. And I'll tell you a story. Um, I don't watch a lot of television at all. I'm, I'm kind of a, like I can watch for five minutes and then I get distracted. There's like a squirrel or something else for me to do. But um, I don't watch reality TV. I watched a little bit of Survivor when it came out, but I've never watched any of these like Jersey Shores or Real Housewives. I've never watched any of that. Um, I thought Honey Boo Boo was like I I didn't know what Honey Boo Boo was until like well, that way after one. that show had <laughs> that ended. A... But um, I did recently watch a British reality show. It's the Great Britain Bake Off. It's a cooking show, and I did see a little bit of Hell's Kitchen when that was out here. Um, and Hell's Kitchen is really you know targeting an American audience, and the Great British Bake Off is really targeting a British audience. And I've never been in Britain, so I don't know if, if it's really just my perception of taking these two shows side by side. But if you remember Hell's Kitchen, even though Gordon Ramsay came from England, he was he was yelling at these Americans. He's like putting them down. This is rubbish. 
you know, spitting things out and just all of the other people on the show were, they would attack each other and they'd be like, well, their cooking just sucks and they shouldn't have been number one. And then I had this great um, experience watching this British Great Britain's Bake Off um, reality TV show. And every time they interviewed anyone on this show, they were so pleasant. They never said one bad word about any of their, their co, you know, co bakers. They never said anything bad about anyone other than themselves. They never said anything bad about anyone's work, but their own, the judges were extremely supportive and were like, you know, this, this wasn't the best, like here you can see it's undercooked. And they were like honest in their feedback, but they weren't nasty about it. Best show ever. It was so polite. It was so kind. And I was like, this is what we need to be watching is this, this reality where we're building people up and building our, our, our peers, our competition even. And we're saying, Hey, great. Thanks for setting the bar a little bit higher for me next time. You know, that's, 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 that's the world I want to live but in. That's, that's, that's not reality. That's not reality. That's my point. But why isn't that reality? Like, like it's obviously because someone's reality. There were three seasons of this show. It's obviously someone's reality. And and why can't choice. why can't we sure move it this way? Be glad to hear that you that you But this see is it that but way. you know what that what that is is choice. It, it, it's they make a conscious choice to act like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you were talking about well, the show Survivor. Well, and to the show that but way. You, wait, wait a minute. You you were talking about the show Survivor, right? And one of the things that I got from, I tried to watch that show because at one point we were talking about, oh, we should go on that show. But the thing I didn't like about Survivor, and then shortly after Survivor, all these reality shows came up. The thing I didn't like about Survivor is um, it always reminded me of um, I get up close to you, I befriend you, and then I stab you in the back. That, and that, to me, was the beginning of that desensitizing. There's a great documentary out right now that you guys should check out. It's called Hyper Normalization. Um, you can watch this. Uh, it's about an hour and a half. It's a documentary. Um, and basically, it, it speaks on all of this. Uh, again, it's called Hyper Normalization. And you can pull it up on YouTube and watch it. It's about an hour and a half. It's a documentary. Um, and so one of the things that it speaks to is the 24-hour news cycle and the role that the media conglomerate has as a whole with all of your cable uh, television stations, all of your cable news networks all being controlled by uh, one small media group or one small media conglomerate that's global. And so what they get to do with with that type of power and consolidation of uh, media is shape the narrative and and, uh, and create heroes. And then and then denigrate uh, certain ethnic groups, um, which is why when you have you can have somebody like Donald Trump and Dante, you spoke to this, become president. You can have uh, people um, go and shoot shoot up Indian people uh, that are that they claim are from the Middle East or or from Afghanistan that they're terrorists. And here it is, these people are a whole half a continent away, right? Because you believe that they're terrorists. Or they're somehow contributing to or, or uh, to the uh, heightened uh, fears of terrorism in this country. So uh, media, it, when they create this this hyper normalized bubble, it, it's a, basically a desensitizes uh, uh, it desensitizes you to things that you would normally take offense to, mm-hmm. right? So now all of a sudden. 
you know, there, there's cursing, there's uh, uh, sexual acts, uh, right. uh, homosexuality. These things are now uh, normal. When you, you know, 10, 15 years ago would have grossed you out, maybe you would have been sickened by it. People would have been calling the news, uh, the television networks in droves. But now because they introduce it to you a little bit, right, they give you, first they introduce the idea and the concept, and then they start to give you visuals, right? They start acting out scenes. Um, the the uh, scandal, right? Uh, and this is Sean Devine's <clears throat> scandal uh, with their sex, their homosexual sex mm. scenes are out of control. You hear me? Out of control. I, you know, and they're graphic. Okay, and I don't want to see that. I had to stop watching. Um, uh, not scandal. Uh, mur- uh, murder. What is it? Murder. Something. How to get away with murder. Yeah. Um, I have to stop watching it. Jerome, you're getting ready to take us down that. another path. That, yeah, yeah. Well, and no, I just have, what I'm saying is, yeah, saying because is, what I'm saying people is that, are people, and although you I, may not I, agree I, with who they I, love, I, I, under, it, I, under, I understand yeah. that. I understand it, but okay, let's just not let's take the homosexual piece out of it. Let's say just the sex scene, right? Which I thought was a little too graphic for for any um, uh, right. Yeah, you know, yeah. regular, you know. We're not talking about Showtime, HB, HBO, yeah, or Cinemax. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, network TV, mm-hmm. 3, 6, and 10. Um, you are so right. But we allowed it. We, the consumer, allowed that to happen. But what I'm saying is we're not, a lot of people aren't conscious of it. And so they go out and they shoot up uh, black churches. They take, they take their country back. They, uh, they go out and shoot up... Um, um, I think people from India, what does that have to assuming do with that they're terrorists. Huh? Um, no, he, he didn't mean scandal. He, he was talking about the hypersexualism in scandal. Oh, and oh, oh. Rhimes made a main but, character, and, and, made it okay for her to have an affair with the president, but he was really talking about how to get away, how to get away with murder. Also, interracial relationships. You know, um, they, you know again... <laughs> that's okay because that's the evolution okay. of our country I love is love I understand all of that but you still have to recognize that it's being introduced to you um, it's something that should be so you know, that should be because that's love I, I mean I, Jerome you I, can't so how, talk about look how, how homosexuality and dating no. okay, so it is a bad thing the country is now powerful sisters one of the most powerful sisters in Washington D.C. Okay, she couldn't stand on stand alone on her own or find you know someone to date. She had to go and date the married president. Okay, look how they portrayed this sister. Okay, like she doesn't have any morals or any scruples or or, or anything you know of that nature. You know what I mean? So she had to go. Pedro, I don't I agree with the choice she made, life. but I do right. agree of the fact that but, she could date who she wants to date. So now you're saying I, that this woman, what about this man's choice? He was a married man. So why wasn't he but, the victim? No, or why no, wasn't no, he the perpetrator? You got go to go, go back to what I said. It always hurts us more, right? It, it always it hurt us hurts more. us more. Make it hurt us more. Because you, you internalize all of that. I don't internalize any I, of I that. Man was the, the president of the free world, and he chose to cheat on his wife. He was the one that was wrong. All right, all right. Everybody back, back to their corners. Everybody back to their corners. Every ding, ding, ding. Everybody back. We had this discussion last week. If you guys wanted to have 
the gender discussion part two, you should have told me in the pre-meeting <laughs> that we were going to have that. All right, so we're talking about yeah, reality yeah. TV. All right, let's get back on ding, track ding, here. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you guys, okay, you guys so out much. there that listen, oh. this is the love oh. that goes on on Damn It, Let's Talk. This is just family, but we're gonna bring <laughs> we're gonna bring our angry black Absolutely. man. Come on back. Come on, Rome. All right, finish your thought so we okay, can continue so, to talk on this. So, Right, so basically, I'm, I'm not going to try, try to avoid Darla's uh, landmines here because I don't want to get <laughs> get uh, you know get her back in attack mode. Uh, but so again, the subliminal messages that are being the things that are being introduced to you. Also, I just want to point out that they have um, psychologists and therapists who work on these on the staff of these companies who who review the scripts and introduce certain things into the scripts. It's to send certain subliminal messages. You you have paid psychologists and therapists on on the uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta on um, uh, you know scandal and, and how to get away with murder and you know Grey's Anatomy assisting in writing the scripts. So you you're you're receiving uh, psychotherapy and you don't even know it when you watch these shows. You you, you don't even know that you're being you're in a therapy session. Well, I, well okay. one can thing I say I something did... about that though? Go ahead, go ahead, cookie. I was just going to say that uh, that that goes back to Shara's point of uh, these reality shows um, being edited to send to to, to, uh, to portray a certain position in a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Like to make it more entertaining. Now, I don't know. I'm sure that it's probably some of that going on what Jerome is talking about. But I do know that the editing, the putting together of this reality TV show, the staging, because that's what they're doing. They're really staging this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I remember all yep. the way back to, yep. to real world where they, you know, they put all these young kids in the house and then they fed them alcohol. They know you know, young kids, alcohol is going to produce some lively TV. You know what I mean? So this, that was the staging. Right. They, they kind of staged these things. They, they even do it. I hear on, um, uh, the Real Housewives or those other shows where they when they when they have these uh these meetings or confrontations they make sure that there's some drinking going on beforehand so that they could get a, a, it makes better TV for them. So again, I, it goes back to what Darla example. was saying. Like this is you know we have we have control over this, but again, I think that the people that enjoy this stuff wait outnumbers us by a lot and that's why these shows are making it and and, and being very successful and the, and the bottom line is money money is the whole thing so go ahead cookie mm -hmm. i just want to i, I, I just want to oh, I, I just real quick for those that are listening who don't know what a subliminal message is i'll give you an example real quick uh in orientation we were taking um uh getting our um certification for uh, CPR, right? And so they were, they, there, there was a PowerPoint presentation and one of the images that came up on the screen, they were saying accidents happen accidentally, nobody prepares for it. And they, the uh, video or the picture on the PowerPoint presentation on the screen that the 48 people in this room are watching showed uh, a white man with a parrot on his shoulder and the parrot had bit his earlobe. Right. And so that was the So imagine that you're sitting in the class, you know, you're going through this presentation, you look at the screen, you know, they're saying accidents happen, 
there's a picture of a white man on the screen with his earlobe in the parrot's mouth, right, still shot. And so one of the brothers in the class said, here's the subliminal message. She said, "Rock, Polly wants a cracker, right? <laughs> so I thought that was hilarious because here we have 48 white, you know, 48 people, you know, 40, at least 45 of them, you know, 40 to 45 of them are white. And it was like five black people. And the one, one of the black people looks at the screen and said, Rock, Polly wants a cracker. Everybody started laughing. But I was laughing too, you know what I mean? Because the, the subliminal message was, you know, Polly, you know, what do yeah. we call? Hey, know, was no... what, what, right, exactly. Well, so that's an parents. example. Right, that, that's an example of a subliminal message, you know, the, the brother put it out there, you know, ah, Polly wants a cracker, you know what I mean? And you got the white man on the screen with, the, with his ear over the parrot's mouth. And so, you know, that was hilarious to me. And I think when, the, when other people caught on to what he said, they stopped laughing. <laughs> you know what I mean? They didn't find it funny anymore. As I know. But there wasn't. How did it begin with? Yeah, yeah. And not only that, he's in a training, so that was it was yeah, that was very very unprofessional. Right? Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. They didn't catch it initially. They didn't catch it, and they were laughing. They thought it was funny too until they really thought about it. (laughs) It didn't wasn't funny funny anymore. But I mean, I think that just goes to show. Go ahead, go ahead, Cookie. Who's going? Oh. Um, the reality was it was funny um, when he said it, but the, the truth of the matter is it wasn't the right time to say it. That that was the bottom line. But uh, we were talking about something, and I kind of lost my train of thought because you got to talking about the parrot. Um, reality versus... The subliminal um, message. But we were talk- yeah, we were talking about subliminal messages in the shows like Scandal and things like that. I wanted to also remind people that part of entertainment and actors and actresses, it is to tell a story. They act to tell a story. And it made me think about um, the movie I watched, Denzel played the guy who, um, uh, was it Frank Lucas? Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, is it Frank Lucas, I think it is? The I gangster. can't think of the movie right now. But, yeah, he was he was a gangster or something like that. Yeah. But someone had interviewed him, and uh, they were talking about how he embodied that person. He said, I embodied him. I had to learn of him because I wanted to share his story. And sometimes when we look at these shows, I think where we get, where some people get thrown off is they don't know the difference between um, their acting versus this is reality. And a lot of that stuff is not reality. Some of them are like, Shavar was saying earlier, stuff is scripted and they fix it in a way where, you know, it gets high ratings because it, it all works like that. You got to get high ratings. The more, the higher the ratings, the more money you receive and things like that. But then there are shows and movies that do tell a story um, with actors and things like that. But what happens is people, not everybody, elevator goes all the way up. Some people see that. That that is a reality, and it's not. It's just someone trying to tell um, a good actor, someone trying to tell someone's story. So and they'll you, try to emulate. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask. So what do you think is having a, a bigger impact on society's uh, psyche here? 
uh, re- the reality TV shows, which they, you know, they're portraying as this is real life. This is what goes on. Um, or the scripted shows, which is, which is having a, a more negative shows are now. The reality show. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking the reality, of reality shows. shows. I think the reality shows are now. They're having more of a negative feel. I mean, when I'm at work and someone says to me, well, who's going to check me, bro? And I'm looking at you like, well, I said, what? You know, when we're and we're in a meeting, and you know, you you just seeing every every almost every line that's on a reality show. I'm thinking you, this is not this is a corporate world. This is not reality TV. That's but then we have a responsibility to pull that person aside mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know that that that's unprofessional. The added, and the added responsibility, right? Yeah, added exactly. Added responsibility. That's absolutely right, Rome. But we do, and we don't always take it on. You know, we have a, I, I know that I have a responsibility when I, I, my coworkers that look like me don't do X, Y, and Z, and I think they should, I take the opportunity and I pull them to the side and I talk to them about it because that yep. is my added responsibility. So how are those that don't know any better or don't know any more ever going to learn if we won't take on the added responsibility of, of sharing information? Uh, you know what? I got That's a question. True. I got a question I, for Sarah. I, I, I do that. Sarah, when um like a show like Honey Boo Boo, do you do you watch a show like that and are offended as a a white person of the way that they have a reality show out there portraying a, another white white family or something like that? I'll I'll be honest, I'm offended as a person <laughs> for a show like Honey Boo, <laughs> like as a All human being. Matter. But here's the thing, and part of it's because. Um, I think what offends me is that with Honey Boo Boo specifically, right, you have these people who are not doing well in life. They didn't make the right choices. They never got outside of wherever they were stuck. That happens a lot. And then you exploit them and you make fun of them. Like people are watching that show not because they like those people, not because they're rooting for those people to succeed, but because they're rooting for their failure. And to me, that's just taking out the worst. That's just, brings out the worst of the people watching this. It's like people going to a dog fight to watch dog fighting. Like to me, it's the same equivalent. You're going to watch this show purely to be entertained by someone else's misfortune and the bad yeah. things happening in their life. Mm. I was yeah. just, I was just so, curious. I'm offended. So, so, the your initial, con- your initial comment at, that show. people should, that we African-Americans should be upset or pissed off because of the way they portray us and some of this crap. Mm-hmm. So, so there is your answer and there's the response the to the very question. Mm. But I, when you I think, um, you, are you saying there's a you, contradiction in her um, no. response? A lot of times, too, though, when you come from, when you don't have anything and you got somebody throwing money at you and you, you don't, it's like, a, it's, it's like a, a, a young guy who gets into the NBA who's had a rough life coming up. He had a rough life and his mama always had to struggle or his daddy left, whatever the story may be. When you get out there and you get all of that money coming into you, it's like you're going to jump at it. You're going to jump oh, at it. Oh, they say money over everything, right? Mm-hmm. Money right. over you're everything. Jump. People, people but live by it. But, you, but you're going to jump over it because all of those who were with you, mama, whoever, 
they want a piece of the pie, so they're going to push you. Go ahead, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Let's get this money. Let's get this paper, as they call it. You don't care at the moment how it's going to make you look, who it's going to affect. You're just going to get that money. It's like rappers. When they first came out and they were so critical of women, and now that they have daughters, their language changes. Because now that same language that you once used to make your rise to the top, that same language, some little young buck is getting ready to use on your daughter. On your daughter. Play right. don't say right. that's why Steve that's why Steve Harvey wrote the book about um act like a lady, think like a man I mean, think like a man, act like a lady, or whatever he wrote, because he knew those same boogers are coming for his daughters. Some of the same mess he did, some mm-hmm. brothers coming. So now he writes this book because he don't want his children to fall prey. And, and what I'm saying is when people are desperate and they want money and they need money and, and they're struggling and all that kind of crap, if someone comes and pushes that money, it's like if you – I heard it, the, the, um, the thing that says everybody eats lies when they're hungry. If you're hungry, if you ain't got nothing, and somebody say, here, here's like um, – Here's a, I give you $20,000 to do this show, to start you off, $20,000, and if the show does good, I'll boost you up to $50,000. You think them people ain't going to jump on it? Great point. I was just about to I ask. Mean, we just, we, we, we just saw it in the movie. We just saw it in the movie New Edition. They gave them a $500 signing bonus. Five hundred, and they took it. You know why? They took it because they were in the projects, and they wanted to get out. Yeah. Well, let, here's a question. Here's a question. Let me ask this. Um, so, what do you say to those people that are hungry, the ones who who are eating now on on reality TV? Uh, when they're calling you guys, um, you're just hating. You're just hating. I'm, Haters, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just hating because I'm I'm here. I'm trying to make a living. I'm I'm, I'm doing the best I can to, uh, to earn. Uh, a dollar and all I that stuff. I, I mean, that, that's not just reality TV stars. That you can use that. You can you can group uh rappers into that. Those gangster rappers. Anybody that you feel that is uh, negatively impacting our community with their behavior and their art. To, to but I don't think I don't think the problem is I don't think the problem is the reality stars themselves. I think the problem is the society that that gathers around and and feeds them. And and for all the wrong reasons. It Again, if we wanna if there if there was a reality show out there that approached a poor family in the Bronx or whatever and said, We're gonna do a reality show to show how you're gonna get yourself out of this life and to a better place and how hard like the girl who got, you know, sixteen hundred on her SATs and like full ride scholarships to Harvard. Like they want to do a reality T V show showing people like the good in others. I'm on board. Sign me up. I'll watch it. I'll buy every product. But these realities that we're 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 and then the guy, uh, I found out the, the CEO of uh, BET, long-time CEO. I don't think he's the CEO anymore, but the long-time CEO it. of that. Oh, yeah, he, Bob but, Right, but he also, 
he, Bob Johnson, he also had um, stock in the um, the prison system. He also had stock in um, the correctional facilities that were being built. He was one of the largest um, investors in that in the expansion of uh, the, the construction of co uh, correctional facilities across the United States. Okay, so a lot of people don't know that. And so here it is, he's building the prison, right? He's invested in building the prison, but he's also broadcasting the music videos and the, um, uh, the, the hip-hop and, and all of the negative things that contribute to putting the people into the prisons that he's invested in. See, we don't mm. think for, far enough outside of the box. We don't step far enough back and look at this thing. I mean, we can get down into um, the, uh, the, you know, you know, stand. It's like looking at a TV screen, putting your nose on a TV screen to watch television, right? So if you step far enough back from the television, you'll be able to see everything that's truly going on. Right. You know, hey, um, for people who know that, for people who have that information, why not add that to Facebook? Because the issue is, is that although you may have dug down and found out and verified that that was true, who did you share that with? Because I know for me, you know, if you had shared it with me, I would have done something differently. Maybe I would have wrote a letter to them. But we don't share enough good information. We're quick to share ignorant information. But stuff like that, that that's impactful, that could make a difference, we, we don't we don't, we don't, you know, socialize that. Well, let me show you, let me tell you, let me just make a, well, I get a lot of that on my time. Like I do. And, and it's funny that you just brought that into play because I was, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine and they were telling me all the, the things that they were getting on their timeline. And I was like, you know, and you know, your timeline is, is you get from your, your friends and stuff like that. And she was telling me some, I mean, like reality TV stuff was going on on her timeline. And I was just sitting there like, wow, I don't, I don't see any of that on my timeline. Right? I don't get, I don't get any of that reality TV show stuff, uh, husband sleeping with this one and this and that one. But I do yeah. get that stuff that you just, I do get Jerome stuff, the stuff that Jerome is talking about. I have my, my friend's list is filled with stuff like that. They'll, I'll get that information on my timeline. So I guess it's who, who you uh have in your circle or whatever. But going back to, um, I don't, don't even come to Facebook often anymore. So how else am I going to get it? I mean, I get it from here, from talking to Jerome and talking to you guys, because you guys are full of information. So my circle is tight. But what, how do we share that outside of that, outside of social media? Do we talk to those young there people, is Jerome, no at your outside job? outside of social media. You know, that, are you That crazy? brilliant guy you talked about who had poor language skills, do you talk to him about that? No, you hit him up I'm on Facebook. He knew, so he just knew. I'm, I'm, just waiting. Waiting. <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting, because I can't wait to get him. Yeah, I, yeah. I can't wait to get him. But, darling, but do your point, darling. What are you talking about? There's nothing outside of social media. You, you, what are you talking about? You, you, you got I had to let it go. <laughs> I can't do it. No, well, you just you just disconnected yourself from the world. Too, are you crazy? It, it, after a while, it, it, it becomes an overload, and it just becomes too toxic. I mean, it's just yes. it's just like yes, an overload. Absolutely. You got to uh, what you have to is, unload is unload those people. What reality people. shows are? They're, they're like toxic. They become toxic. Well, that's what you have. Absolutely. You have to unload yeah, that toxicity toxic. from your from your your circle of. You know what I mean? I, I've, I've seen like when I talk about, I get that information from uh, the people that's in my uh, circle. I also get a lot from them. 
how they go through their Facebook page and like do a detox where they are unfriending everybody yep. that has that mess or, you know what I'm saying? Uh, coming to their right, timeline. Yeah. Like it's, you know, you have to do that. Now, you have to people, do that on your, on your, on your social media. On your page. We'll cut it out all together. Some people love it. Some we'll people love to have a friend right. on Facebook. He does everything. Uh, when I say he talks about everything about Trump, and it's, you know, like he's fussing, he's cussing. I'm thinking after a while that affects you and you're just throwing it out there. But it's like you're just projecting off too much. It's not, it's no more education. It's just anger. And you can tell the difference between someone yeah, trying to educate yeah, you, you versus someone just being angry, you know, um, and, and there's a difference. And so after a while I can't feed into his stuff. Because it's just not—it's not good for my spirit. I'll say that. Right. It's only—it's only so much I can put in my spirit, and that's why I don't watch reality shows because it's not good for my spirit. I can't watch that kind of stuff. You have to guard your own spirit. Well, you know, going yeah. back, somebody said uh, that it just doesn't work. Somebody said that about um, the. Uh, uh, was it when when Shara was saying about the positive, uh, 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 sort of positive uh, reality show in England or whatever ever she was watching, and 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 Darla said that it was our responsibility uh, to get those off, and somebody said, well, because that those positive reality shows wouldn't work or something like that. Well, I, I disagree because somebody earlier spoke about two shows that absolutely worked, and that was the Cosby Show and A Different World. You know, you saw the positive impact that had on our community. Like they, like wh whoever brought it up said the same thing. At that time, when those shows were out, kids wanted to go to college. Our kids in the black community wanted to go to college. That's how popular that show was. That's how of an outreach it had in our community. People wanted to go and experience the black college experience. So it does work. It does. Mm -hmm. it's, I just, it's according to what you want. And I think like the lady said at my job, when I get into the whole reality show and they be sitting, her and another lady sit and they talk about what happened on the shows and all that kind of stuff. And I asked them, I said, well, how do you guys really get into that? Because to me, it's not really good. That, you know, it doesn't send out a good message. And the sister said to me, pure, she said, this is pure entertainment to me. She said, it makes me laugh. It's funny, she says. So I sit there and I laugh at it. And to me, it's like you're laughing at me, though. That that, you know, it's like not that I'm on the show, but it's just I I, I can't I I can't fathom what you find so entertaining about them fighting, about the man cheating on the woman constantly, about this baby mama, about even what the guys uh, Rome said about the, the doctors. You educated your doctors. What are you fighting for? Right. Why are you being so petty? Why are you? you know, I, 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 don't it. I don't understand that. Like I don't. That. That's why I, I don't can. understand that. I just I can't get it. I mean, I'm dressed up from head to toe. Everything is designer. I'm going to the finest of restaurants. I don't get it. 
But the conversation for those that are engaging in that is not just why. And and when they say, you know, it's entertainment, it, it, you, I, my, my next follow-up question is, but what about your responsibility to those around you? Because not only are you watching, but your kids walk past and they see that you watch it. And although you may say, I don't want you watching this on their iPad, on their MacBook, on their, yeah. they're going to take a look at it because you're engaging in it. So now what you find is entertainment. Entertainment. Your children have latched on to because they, they're trying to see what's entertaining you so much. So now you share that with your kids, with your nieces, your nephews, grandkids, or whatever, and now you're perpetuating that bullshit that you find for simple entertainment. So we have to engage people in these further conversations because we have to, you know, try and, and prick, prick their their thought processes. You know, help me understand because I do I, I honestly do want to understand. Preach, you know, preach. so we have to be willing to engage them further. So why? And do you know the impact? But I, I, I have to piggyback mm-hmm. on that. It just it just irks me to no end when um not that people watch it, because you know, I can't control what people watch, but when you allow you your can. children <laughs> to be exposed to this, like that irks yeah. me to no end. Like if if you're stupid enough to watch this ignorant crap, that's one thing. But when you allow your children to watch it with you or it's on and they're in the same room. See, I, that, that really bothers me. That really bothers me. Like, no, no, this is not appropriate for children. I don't really think it's appropriate for humans in some instances, but it's definitely not appropriate for children. And you allow them to be, I don't care in the same room. And I don't care if they're coloring in the, on a book or whatever. It's, it's, I don't, right. it just irks me to know it. I, I think that's so wrong. My thing is, what is your mindset? My thing is, what is your mindset that you find that so entertaining? What is your mindset? That's that's how I look at it. Well, one of the things is, here's the thing: we we as a black as I know the black community, and I'm going to say the black community because the Latino community is being you know forced out of this country, and I know that they have radio, they have uh, they've expanded onto radio and TV platforms like nobody's business. And now they're under threat and being uh, pushed out of the country as a result. They got, they have whole TV, they have a whole television lineup. They have their own um, Spanish uh, versions of HBO and, and this, this, that, and the third. Wow. Um, and none of uh, black people, we didn't, we haven't made those kind of strides in this country. I, I turn on the news. They have a whole uh, uh, news um, uh, broadcast that's uh, wholly in Spanish with Spanish broadcasters, okay? So and they've made strides in this country that the black community still haven't made, and they're soon to surpass us both in numbers and uh, levels of success in this country. But that's another discussion. The responsibility that we have as black people in this country or African-American people um, in this country is to, to become more conscious of who we are and, and our history. There, you know about Real Housewives of Atlanta, but how many people sat their kids, how many black families sat their children down? And I'm talking about black families of means and ability. When we talk about added responsibilities and have we, have you sat your children down to watch Hidden Colors by uh, Tariq Nasheed, Hidden, Hidden Colors Part 1, 2, and 3? Have you even heard of Hidden Colors? Okay. I have. You know what, yeah, Bob? You be so Cut. deep, bro. You be deep. But. All right. But and, and it, so it is so. It, 
And Jerome, we can get on hitting colors because I think that's a great topic. But hitting colors to me is very, very extreme. And I, I it's the that's truth. my opinion. And to to I think parents have a responsibility to understand what's out there, but they they have the responsibility to talk to their children about it, not necessarily show them hidden colors, but to have the Why discussion. Not? They are Why not? because it's, you're doing yeah. your, a lot your of family. Don't, I'm doing here your you go. No, no, see, here we go. Here we go, right? So we don't, we want to be conscious, but we don't want to be conscious, right? That's so, a lot so, of home. You're being too deep, that's though. You're going consciousness. to. See, you can make that's go, someone's you can make opinion go. of how conscious people should be. Yeah, no, you can make no, go a whole other, um, the, the, the facts, the facts are the facts, you know, but we don't want to, we don't want, we don't want to acknowledge, we don't want to acknowledge, for example, you know, a lot of people, you, you sit your kids down, there's a series out now, uh, Underground, on, on WGN, about the uh, Underground yeah, World Rule, and, uh, yeah. and like, right. And so, uh, you know, people who watch that, but they don't know, and they sat their children down to watch Roots, right, the original one with LeVar Burton, right, then they remade it on the History Channel. I watched the remake. I, I thought it was fairly decent. Um, yeah. that, that came out. A lot of people don't know that the, mm-hmm. another version or a new remix version of Ruth yeah, we do. Out, but, yeah. but a lot of people don't know that uh, Alex Haley, who uh, was the author of the, the Root series and books, yeah. um, that, yeah. that story was largely was, was fraudulent. He had stolen that book from um, a, a white writer, had a version of it, and was sued in court. There are court documents that show where he got sued and had to pay the original white author of the Root wow. series. And so and that I Alex did not Haley, know. Right, and so when Alex Haley goes back to uh, Africa and says he found his family, right? I forget what, what uh, tribe or whatever it was. that All of that was fake, and he was sued for it, and there's court documentation supporting and showing that. He was sued for um, um, uh, stealing that book and, and stealing that story. Oh and, and he God. got sued in the, uh, in the 70s, shortly after it came out. And so this is what I'm saying. We want to be conscious, right? And we want to uphold these people and be conscious but we don't want to know the truth, right? And so when you, when you are pursuing truth and you're trying, to first, you're trying to know yourself, know thyself, right? Know thyself means to learn everything that there is possible about who you are as a person on this planet, right? On this planet Earth, right? And that involves studying, your, knowing your history, knowing your history. It's not enough to go sit in church on Sunday right, and study uh, a, a theology or philosophy that was largely based on your culture and your history, which goes back tens of thousands of years, but you don't want to acknowledge that. You know, you, you want to sit there. We got all we over here in left field again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so just deep. saying, we don't want to do the work. I mean, what, 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 who you say, when you ask me, no, 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 who you go, no, no, listen to me. When you ask I, me, I, how do I, I know listen, these things? I listen, we was good last week. We was good, and you were telling the truth, and I was listening. Just tie you know, it. All, all you have to do, bro. Man, you don't I, want this truth. I'm all the way back at the end still. I'm all the way back at zero. I'm bro, all the way back at the end still. All you have to do. All right, time out, time out, time out. All you had to do was tie it in the reality TV. That's all. <laughs> okay, what I'm saying is, okay, I'm going to tie it into reality TV. When you, when you, if you were conscious and you knew your history, your truth, if you knew the truth of who you are and what you are and what you're capable of and what your history is, 
your approach and your look, your your seeking to find truth. And when you're seeking to find that quest, never stops. It, you know, when you become conscious as a person, you know. Well, and so when you're looking at these things, you know, like Darla said, how do how do we do these things? How do we spread this message and this information to to other people around us? You know, I didn't know that. So when you are on a quest for truth, right? You're always looking to find those things. It's your responsibility to know these things and not wait for someone else okay, to so, point them out to you. So would this stop? I have a library. I started buying books. Is knowing? Book let me was, let me uh, ask you this: Is knowing legacy. is knowing the truth? Is would that stop people from going on um um, um accepting uh, uh reality TV roles uh? Because uh, here's a, I, I wanna, let me answer that. If you read the book, the first book I ever read in my life, cover to cover, as a grown man, okay, was Stolen Legacy by George G.M. James. After that, uh, Destruction of Black Civilization. And this is, these are all facts. And when you look at Hidden Colors and you haven't done the reading, right, you haven't read Stolen Legacy, you haven't read The Destruction of Black Civilization. You haven't read Black Man of the Nile. You haven't read those books. You haven't accumulated a library whoa, for yourself back. and your kids. It's kind of hard, <laughs> right? Come it's kind of hard to watch those okay. videos of hidden colors that crams everything. Oh, it's too deep and this, that. No, it's not. You, you, you have a responsibility to yourself, black woman. Well, let, let, let me, let me, let, let me interrupt. You know what, let me interrupt I, just a I, minute. I get that. I understand that. And even if it is our responsibility to tell these people and, and, and just it's our, our responsibility, not everybody, whether we're being responsible or not, you cannot control what people do. You can tell them. It's like you can, you can feed them the information but you can't control Right, I call them the walking dead. Yeah, I understand. I call them the walking dead. Okay, 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 okay. I'm going to let you be there because you you deep. All right, let me just interrupt. Let me interrupt for a second. All right, so. Go ahead. So, and then Jerome is just voicing his approach to solving uh, the effects that reality TV is having on on our community. That's his his thought process and how he would, how he would uh, solve this. And then Darla voiced hers in saying that we should um, stop supporting the, the uh, advertisers, stop supporting the show and uh, choke them off by, you know, by the wallet, you know? So, you know, everybody yeah. has their view of how um, first, number one, how these reality TV shows are affecting our society as a whole and as, as, as subgroups also. Um, and everybody has their view of how we could, we could change this, but I get back to, uh, <laughs> it's not going to, I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I mean, like, it seems like we're outnumbered. It really does. I mean, these shows, I just read you the, the salaries of these people. Th- these shows are generating a lot, a lot, and lots of money. And it's not generating a lot and a lot of money because a couple people are watching. It's not generating millions of dollars because a few people are watching. It's not generating that much money just because a certain subgroup is watching. It's a whole, the numbers are huge at who are supporting these reality TV shows. Yeah, 
They're huge. And I, I think we're just outnumbered. I'm, the, I'm not saying that we should give up. I'm just looking at reality. It seems that we are outnumbered. But I do agree. No, with we're not outnumbered. We haven't done our job. We <laughs> haven't taken on the added responsibility of sharing knowledge with those around us that are limited in it. We have to be able and willing to share information so they understand the impacts of the things they do in terms of watching this crap and allowing their children who, who may not, who they may not sit in front of them with them and watch, but the kids know that they watch, so they do it too. So that's what we need to do. We ha we're not outnumbered. We just haven't done our jobs. All right, so we have some work to do, and I agree with that. See, but this is where it ties into what Rome is saying. See, you need to educate. That's what you're talking about. We just haven't spread the news. We haven't educated those people that see that as entertainment, that that is really not entertaining. I think one, I think one common denominator here is not that we all have uh, the same taste and not liking these shows. I think that the common denominator here are we, we're educated people. We're educated people and we have a level that we just don't, you know, that's just beneath us. That's not entertaining to us. And and then to know that that's entertainment. It's poor entertainment, but it is entertainment. It's nothing, reality, nothing that you want to emulate. Well, we're mature. Yeah, we're well, mature we are. adults. Speak for and yourself. And so our I'm priorities young. change. Maybe in our, <laughs> maybe in our, um, Maybe in our 20s, we might would have liked that if we wasn't sure of who we were. And, and if we, you know, we might would like that in our 20s. Um, it might well, have been no, a priority. No, no. But now, as, but now as, as mature adults, like it, it was like the same thing last week when we were talking. There were some things you did when you were young that was crazy and absurd. But as you matured, you changed. Yeah, I And agree that's with why that. I said earlier, what has... What what is the mindset of those who love those shows, who really feed off of those shows? What is that mindset that you can sit there and watch that someone backstab, uh, constantly backstab somebody, constantly fight? What is that mindset? Because that reminds me of high school and it's juvenile to me. And, well, and I, I, I didn't even act it. like that in high school. I didn't even act like that in high school. I watch it the so, same way that I used to watch the Flintstones. And the Jetsons, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and all the other cartoons out there, because that's what it is to me. And I also watch it to keep my finger on the pulse of the zombie, the black zombie or African American zombie community. You know, you I look at. I know you just said that. I know you said that to set me off again. <laughs> I know you said that to set me off again. <laughs> I keep my finger on <laughs> the pulse because you I gotta know a... what's going on out here and what <laughs> what am I looking at. Right. And, and so when I walk down the street, you know, and I see something, you know, and I, you know, I, I, I know where it's coming from. Right. I know where they're getting that from. Right. I'm not I'm not alien to it. I know exactly where they get it from, where, you know, and what direction they're going uh, with it, where it came from. All right. You we're, know, we're, just to keep my finger on the pulse. We're um, we're, we're ending the, air, the end of the show, but it's uh, I something popped in my head when you were just talking oh 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 you know what that uh, that's an excuse i hear a lot of times like uh if i ask someone why do you watch that or why do you allow your kids to watch that you know what they say some people say because i want them to know what's going on out here 
Like there are there are some people who believe that, that, that you say that it's a shaping up. There's some people that that wanted to shape them because they want to know they want their kids to know what's going on out here. Hmm. And this is there, and this is the okay, reality. Here where? What's going on? I want, like Jerome just said, he watches to know what's going on out here. It's some people that actually uh, allow their children <laughs> to watch this because I want them to know what it what it is, what's the what the real world. I mean, you know, like what's going on out here. It's not going on. It's not going on out here. That's the issue. This is a, that's fake reality. That's not real. None of that's real. None but of that is real. People try to real I'm just sharing my experience. But Don't that's the, the issue, though. You can't because it's not real. You, you. I mean, we. But we have to raise our children that to understand what trial. reality really looks like. It's in our households. It's not on our TV. That's not reality. Our households are the reality. Uh huh. That's it. That is the reality. Our household. Well, I agree with That's that. Right. So in the household, the hidden colors should be on blast, right? Yeah. You know, <laughs> no, mom, um, it's in your household. That should be on repeat. In your household, right. hidden colors should be on blast. Stolen legacy should be on the coffee table, right? You know what? Civilization it's, it's, and barbarism by Shake Out the Deal. That's on the coffee bless table. Bless your right? heart. Bless your heart. That's what's going on in the household. All right, guys. We're going to wrap this household. up. <laughs> We're going to wrap it up. I'm going around the horn. And you guys give me uh, some final thoughts. I'll start with Shara. Oh, I honestly, <laughs> I don't know what side of the argument Darla was on, to be honest with you. <laughs> on one hand, she's not bothered by reality TV. And on the other hand, we have a responsibility. Um, You know, I just, you know, I've always bubblegum and sunshine. And I just kind of feel like reality TV is not real. And I, I hope people know that. I hope they know that it's creative editing and by creative editing, we're getting the con, you know, we're taking things out of context. We're conning people. So if you're finding entertainment in that, um, just know that you're being conned into thinking that the worst in other people um, is something to be entertained by. All right. Thank you. How about you, Rome? Any final thoughts? I'm going to say, um, yeah, my, my final thoughts are that you you, uh, you would be less affected by this, you know, this media blitz, this media mind control campaign that's going on right now through uh, movies, news, and uh, so-called reality, virtual reality TV shows. You would be less afflicted by this. Um, if you educated yourself as to who you are, and I'm speaking specifically to the black community, the African-American community, the Moorish community, whatever you call in yourself community, uh, educate yourself as to who you are and what your history is. You know, once you do that, you'll be able to view these things through a different lens. And, um, you know, educate yourself, educate yourself, educate yourself. You know, you'll get educated to get a job, Right or to work, go uh, work for somebody, but you won't educate yourself um, so that you know who you are on this planet or this plane of existence. All right. All right. And how about you, Cookie? What's your final thoughts? Um, my final thoughts is that what you see on TV is not reality. Um, and um, reality is your household. And we have to um, teach our children 
his wrongs as who they are and where they come from. And um, have some integrity. Have some integrity and some, you know, that stuff is just, it's just not good. That's all I'm going to say. It's not good. It's not good for your spirit. It's not good for your psyche. It's just not good. And if you think that is what real life is, then you really do not know who you are. And Darla, finally you. So I, I do want to clear up my position for Shara because I, I must have confused her along the way. So it's the responsibility I think we have is in enlightening those around us. You know, we have conversations with people, whether it's at the workplace, in the gym, our neighbors or whatever, and if the, the, the topic of reality show and the reality of it all comes up, our responsibility is to challenge those that believe that it is someone's reality, that it is something that should be emulated by our children, that it is something that we should aspire to do or be like. So it's not that I think I'm on the other side where I think it is reality because the question still begs for me, whose reality is it anyway? It's no one's. It's not real and it's fake. And to Cookie's point and her final thought, it is our household. We have a responsibility to our children to make sure that they understand that the things that we do, the things that go on in our our households and our lives are the real reality. All of this is for them, and we build upon their success by making sure that they are aware, maybe not as woke as hidden messages or hidden whatever that was that Jerome was talking about, but, you know, this is real. Well, thank you. Um, And I, what can I say? You guys made a lot of points. You guys are the strength of this program. Uh, Everything that you guys bring to the table is nice to have diverse opinions and different opinions and so everybody out there can hear a different side to it. And that's what I love about you guys as a panel, as co-hosts. Um, me, you know, I, I'd like to change my position somewhat. I heard some, Cookie nailed it on the head. And I said the thing that we had in common was education. But she nailed it. And I'll, I'll retract that statement. The thing that we have in common is maturity. We are on a different maturity level. And we're at a different stage in our life. And that's probably why we don't see a lot of this as entertainment. And I don't I don't know if we can condemn all of society from watching this because they're just young right now. And some of them are young, educated people. And they may realize that this is entertainment, but for them now, this entertains them. You know, this entertains them. And there are some people out here who don't actually try to emulate it and do recognize that it is entertainment. So I don't want to shoot it down or kill it totally. I don't think it, you know, I think it does hurt the the uneducated or the ones who are not being told that this is just entertainment. This is not what life looks looks like. And that has to come from uh, the parents and, 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 and above, like Darla was saying. And if there's ever something that we really seem as um, really detrimental, we do have the power to change it. As I spoke before about the sororities, who uh, came out and had that show disqualified. But for the most part, these shows are popular for a reason because the people are watching them. And hopefully they'll realize, um, they'll get older, they'll realize. And I guess if you check the demographics, maybe it's not our age group that are supporting these shows. Maybe it is a younger age group that have these shows surviving and thriving. And if it's not, um, if it's not, uh, really affecting all that bad 
or 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 or, or if they are educated and know because we have we have a lot of this hip-hop music also that i listened to when i was younger and i didn't go out and try to kill anybody or anything like that so i don't know if we, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so if you do realize that it's entertainment i guess it's okay to a certain degree but it's not okay to us because i'm just older i'm just past a lot of this stuff i just don't like it i just don't like it but you better believe this and 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 then he heard it from the horse's mouth if anybody's out there listening to this program and you decide that you want to give me 150k and you want me to be in a reality show and follow me around i'm there i'm not going to fool though but i'm there i'm there so don't 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 i I love y'all i love y'all if y'all got the money and you come to me I'm not going to be scratching Darla hair out and all that stuff. I won't do that. But I'll take the 150K if you want to follow us on Damn It, Let's Talk. And, yo, that's it. That's all I got. All right. We're going to see y'all next week. Again, listen to us. Follow us on uh, uh, um, iTunes. Go to our Facebook page, Damn It, Let's Talk Radio Network. And go to Blog Talk Radio, Damn It, Let's Talk Radio Network. And if you like the show, please share it. This is something that you can share on social media to get the word out about what we think about reality TV shows. This is what you can do, Darla. You can pass this this episode on. So please tell your friends about us. We're back and we're out. For my co-hosts, Jerome, Darla, Cookie, and Shara, we'll talk to you guys next week. Peace. Peace. Love you guys.